0: Merry Christmas and welcome to Perspectives on Perseverance with Dr. Mark Ballard, president of Northeastern Baptist College in Bennington, Vermont. At NEBC, we're committed to developing the mind of a scholar, the heart of a shepherd, and the perseverance of a soldier. This podcast seeks to provide biblical, historical, and contemporary perspectives on perseverance that will help you persevere in your walk with the Lord and in your service to Him, to His people, and His creation. This is episode 16 of our second season, and it is a Christmas special, and I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. So, President Ballard, I'm handing it over to you.
1: Oh, that sounds really good. I've been looking forward to this, and uh, I know that uh, you are, and and also Tripper are a little bit nervous because you guys really don't know what I have planned. I, I told you a few weeks ago, that I was going to do something special for this episode, and it would just be a Christmas episode, and that's all I'd really kind of tell you. And then last week I gave you a little hint. I told you to be you both of you to be getting ready uh, to share some uh, some things, special Christmas traditions, that kind of stuff. But what we're going to do today, uh, listeners, is we are going to turn the table. I, I'm going to turn the table on on the two of these guys uh, because. You know, they always plot and plan and everything, especially (laughs) especially on Lions Den episodes, which normally this is 16. So this would normally be a Lions Den episode. And uh, I know that you guys kind of look forward to uh, those and uh, sometimes are, are ready to like try to try to make me sweat a little bit. So today, what I'm going to do is I'm turning the questions and I and I'm the interviewer. I'm going to ask you guys questions today. Oh wow! And uh, then I, I may share a few thoughts at the at the end. But but the first question that I have, and it goes for all, all these questions are going to go for both of you. Okay. But uh, the first thing that I have is is I want you to go ahead and the one I gave you gave you a heads up on. I'll, I'm so we're starting light. I want you to <laughs> give me one of your favorite Christmas traditions. Uh, from your your family of origin or currently uh, in your life? Just one of your favorite Christmas traditions.
0: I'm, I'm going to kick this one to Tripper first. I, I think I got to think a little bit. I didn't fulfill your assignment of thinking over the past week. <laughs> oh boy.
2: Oh yeah, thanks. Uh, first of all, I'm not used to being on microphone. I, I knew it was a mistake <laughs> to agree to this and set up my own <laughs> microphone. I feel like I've I've... I've made my own noose. Yeah, but but uh. but, but,
1: but you know, guys, <laughs> it, it, if he says something wrong, he—I mean—he's the producer. He can just right. change That's it later. That's true. So. That's true. Truth I mean. is what I want it to be for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but my huh? other my other
2: goal today is to try to keep these two laughing as much as possible. <laughs> it, it gives me great pleasure doing that. But I have stalled enough. So okay, so Christmas tradition. Uh, my favorite one that I've not been able to do for a while, but I am this year is. Uh, anyone who's seen *A Christmas Vacation* uh, National Lampoon's knows Clark Griswold mm. and his yes. penchant for making his house into to be visible from space. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. I at least like to think I have a little taste, so it's it's not quite that. But is it more like <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor? I don't have Santa's flying from house to house. Okay, so okay, I okay. would okay man <laughs> tim the two-man taylor that's
1: that takes me back yeah
2: i'm not gonna comment no yeah What? <laughs> were,
1: were you guys like two or three years old when that was yeah. on? i remember it <laughs> okay anyhow
2: um so yes that so uh that is one thing this will be the first year in about five years i'll be able to do that going down to visit my family in texas and yeah going to just go all out? Because this is the first year I've had in five years where I've not had finals this time of year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, lucky you. Uh, That's great. That's great. Yeah, well, Uh, you're the one that is... I I don't know. I'm in finals this week. Of course, I'm giving them. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm giving them and taking them. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Joe. So how about you? Well, um,
0: I think... uh, So I, I could just narrow it down to what I... I don't like. So uh, my least <laughs> favorite thing is decorating for Christmas because I have this anticipation of also having to clean it up. Um, I just hate putting away ornaments and tinsel, and uh, but I, I love having the Christmas tree up. Um, but I think, honestly, my favorite memory about Christmas uh, or, or favorite tradition about Christmas is I still go home to my parents. Um, because I live alone, so you know I don't really want to stay home alone that night. So I go home on Christmas Eve after my Christmas. Home Eve alone. Now that is a
1: Christmas yeah, that's tradition. a Christmas movie right there. <laughs> um, so I'll go home on on Christmas
0: Eve, and uh, one of the things that that always has happened, even from a, a young age, is my parents will always wake up before me. And oh wow! A, except for one year, they would get very frustrated because I would sleep late on Christmas. I just I I like to sleep late, and so I sleep Shame. till eight, nine, maybe ten o'clock some mornings. And more often than not, I hear my father start pounding around, like he'll just stand in front of my door and like act like he's walking down the hallway very loudly, um, so that it jars me awake. And if and if I hear him doing that, I'll, I'll pretend that I'm staying asleep. And uh, then finally, he'll knock on the door and say, "Get up!" and uh, and I'll get up. So I, I just like I don't know why that's so. Um, Homey to me, but my Christmas tradition is sleeping into the, to the annoyance of my parents. That's that probably sounds terrible. Oh wow!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joe, I knew you were you were not normal, but
2: didn't didn't we have an episode a few weeks ago about honoring family? <laughs> I, 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 but but here's
0: the thing. I, I, I'll add. I'll make it more spiritual. I'll make it more realistic. I, I love the the moment after that. I wake up and we go to the kitchen in in or not kitchen. Uh, the the living room. And every year, my father will put on his reading glasses, and uh, he'll begin reading Luke chapter 2. And so as soon as I hear, and it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered, I start to just have this Christmas nostalgia, and, and it's almost like I don't even know what to do with my hands, because I'm just so excited uh, to be sitting there with my family for Christmas.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, those are, those are great traditions. We, we have a lot of those, um, a lot of traditions ourselves. Uh, Cindy and Ben and I, and uh, quite frankly, a lot of them go back to, to Cindy and I because we were married for you know 18 years before Ben became part of our family. Uh, but uh, one of the, the Christmas traditions that we enjoy is we like to get in the car at night, uh, sometime between now and Christmas time, and drive around and see Christmas lights. Oh, yeah. And um, when uh, Tripper, you were talking about going home. Uh, to Texas, when we lived in Texas, um, there, were, there were a lot of neighborhoods that you could just go and, and house after house and it, it was like, it was like everybody was the Griswolds. <laughs> and uh, everybody was was trying to outdo each other and, and you, you could just see all these all these cool lights. And so it, it's been one of our traditions for, for many, many years that we do uh, during the Christmas season and there are many of them, but that is, uh, that is one of them that we always enjoy. And about, about this time, uh, about the second week of December, I, we started thinking about, okay, when are we going to go do that, mm-hmm. and where are we going to drive, and um, and so forth uh, to, to do that, and to see the Christmas lights, and we, we do really enjoy that. All right, well, let's move on to my second question. So we talked about Christmas tradition. Now what I want to do is I want to ask you about your favorite Christmas memory from childhood, From a, and and so we're talking about, like, under 10. Under right? 10. Under 10. 10 years old or under. So I, I know, I know. look, you, you guys don't have a lot of time, but you know what? Uh, here's the thing. On, <laughs> on uh, Lion's Den, I have no time. Uh, you guys have seen the questions before, yeah. but I get the question, like, right on the spot. So it's, you know, I, I don't feel bad about at all about just putting you on the spot, so... Here it is. Your your just w- your favorite Christmas memory, not necessarily tradition, but your favorite Christmas memory from prior to ten years old.
2: I've got one. If you don't, yeah, go for go, it. Go for it because we can't have de- I dead, dead air time. I, no. well, I mean, I can, I, 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 I think he's still
1: out. waking up like if it was Christmas morning. <laughs> right now. So okay. go go ahead. All right.
2: So Christmas two thousand one. <laughs> this actually. I was like two months away from turning 10, so I have just made the cutoff. Oh, oh, oh. Perfect. That's close. This one's actually a slight story. So that year, um, my parents decided they wanted to be nice slash (laughs) mean. They had been telling me forever. My mother and I are huge cat people. Judge me if you want. But (laughs) they had been telling me, no, we can't get a cat. My parents, they Wait a minute, wait a minute.
1: I, I just have to interrupt. Aren't you a Georgia Bulldogs fan?
2: I don't see how that's related, but yes.
1: <laughs> cats and dogs. Anyway, go ahead.
2: Uh, <laughs> hey, there's. my dad would love to get a, an English Bulldog, but <laughs> I'm not happy.
1: <laughs> all right, <laughs> anyway, so go ahead. Sorry. So sorry for the interruption. <laughs>
2: we're going to be interrupting each other all the time. Don't worry. Um, so my parents decided to be nice slash mean. So I start unwrapping presents, and first thing I un- unwrap is like, a bunch of stuffed cats. Then I start unwrapping stuff like a cat food dish, water bowl, litter box. And they're saying, oh, yeah, they're for the stuffed cats. Nine-year-old me can't put two and two together to realize what's actually happening. In hindsight, I'm like, you are a stupid child. Um, (laughs) Because while I'm absolutely just going like, you guys are crazy. What are you doing? You're wasting all this money. My mom went next door where they had stashed away a six-month-old cat. And we have a video the moment that my mother brought in that cat. And I heard, meow, like the look on my face. Pure joy, pure bewilderment. Just, I didn't know what to make of it. Little <laughs> nine-year-old, obviously not smart enough to figure out this was a ruse me. <laughs> so, yeah, that... That cat, Freckles, she was my cat. Uh, we had her for a while until she passed, as cats are apt to do, unfortunately. But um, yeah, she was my Christmas cat. And I all, right. It
1: death. all right, all I, right. I had a similar one with a dog that uh, my my entire family kept hidden from me in my grandmother's room, and uh, <laughs> brought, brought brought him out on uh, on Christmas morning with a bow wrapped around his his, his neck. So, uh, so I, I understand that that that's not my favorite christmas memory i'll share it in a minute but but yeah, i do i do i get that i i am I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down there so joe we've given you some time now and uh, i even stalled a little bit by jumping in on yeah. uh, on on tripper a little bit so no i've i've got no one. more stalling i've Come got on. one right right okay so i just got to say it, out. it it was just hard it out. It's hard to
0: remember before <laughs> i was 10 but there's one thing i do remember before i was 10 it was um uh, it was more of something that happened every year, but the, the nostalgia and the feeling of it um, is still very, very deep and personal to me. So uh, you know that I, as I went through college, basically my family shrunk um, because many of my uh, family members went went to be with the Lord, um, my grandparents particularly, my aunt um, and an uncle. And so uh, that was my Christmas memory. That is... Um, we would wake up, do our Christmas, and in one particular Christmas, it went from our house, we went to my my grandmother's who, who lived on the mountain, I'd get, been given a snowboard, I tried to snowboard up there on the mountain, it was a bad idea, I remember getting my jeans wet and being in a bad mood, uh, then getting warm, dried off, and going to my other grandparents' house doing Christmas with them, and that was just kind of, and there, we ended up living uh, next to those grandparents eventually. Um, but that Christmas, just spending time together uh, with my grandparents has become something I miss so dearly. Um, just being relaxed, everyone sitting together, they had a fireplace, they had a, a real Christmas tree. Uh, the gifts were simple, things that you don't even remember, um, honestly, in the future. But, but being around um, family members that I, I dearly miss now, um, that's probably one of my favorite Christmas memories. Well, that's
1: cool. That's cool. That's great. Well, you know, you guys uh, shared some really special ones. Um, I, I'll tell you one of my favorite Christmas memories from from pre-10 years old uh, was actually five years earlier. When I was five years old, um, I, I got a gift that uh, I really had been looking forward to. Now, uh, I have to give you a little bit of context. Listening. Was it a Red um, Ryder BB gun? Uh, no, it was not. It was a Daisy oh. BB gun. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I did sorry. not mean to do that to you. <laughs> But actually, um, i uh, <laughs> i uh, I grew up out west and uh, and we were very uh, very into hunting and and fishing and that kind of stuff in our family. And uh, I'm the youngest of nine kids, and uh, all my brothers had had guns that they hunted with and so forth. And I didn't even so much as have a, a BB gun, and all my guns were toy guns and uh, and so, but uh, i I had wanted one, and I was shocked. Uh, when I was five years old, uh, I was surprised. I opened it up, and there was uh, a Daisy BB gun. Now, <laughs> my dad did not let me keep it in my room. Uh, <laughs> it actually, he actually put it in his gun case oh, uh, with his other guns, and and so I could only use it under his direction. Oh my! Uh, but uh, my favorite Christmas memory is after after we were through putting everything up and uh, for Christmas, and my mother went in to finish, you know, cooking for. For our lunch, that would be in a few hours. Uh, my dad uh, got a a box, and he filled it with all kinds of stuff, and he put a target on the front of it. And it was a terrible day outside. I mean, it was a Christmas snowy day. It was extremely cold, and so we could not go outside to do this. And so he actually opened opened the door to our living room. And there was a hallway, and on the other side, stairs going upstairs. And he put this box uh, on the landing of the stairway. And then oh my we went all the way back into the other uh, part of the uh, living room. And so it was probably about 15 yards, something like that, <laughs> away. And uh, he said, now I'm going to teach you how to handle a gun. And so he taught me at five years old to never point it at anybody. He taught me how to aim. He taught me all, all that kind of stuff. And he he uh, showed me, demonstrated. He had my brothers demonstrate it. One of my sisters uh, actually demonstrated. She was a better shot than anybody. But anyway, um, and then uh, then he had me uh, do that and practice until until I could I could hit uh, till I could hit the center. Of the target, I could hit the bullseye uh, with my uh, with my BB gun at that uh, at that little distance in our living room. And I will never forget my mother walking into the living room. What is going on in here? <laughs> and uh, and and my dad said, Well, you know I don't have anybody have a gun that doesn't know how to use it. And she just kind of shook her head and went back to the kitchen. <laughs> but uh, so that's one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite Christmas uh, memories. You know, you, you jarred you jarred
0: loose a few more. I, I've gotten guns or I've received guns for Christmas. And one year my dad did the Daisy Red Rider BB gun. Oh, you got the you exactly, got the red rider. Exactly mine exactly was a like, daisy but yeah. it wasn't the red rider exactly so. like yeah. uh, they did it in the christmas, in the christmas story. story it was it was yeah. the last gift yeah. um
1: and it was just <laughs> you uh, know hey, i what's that behind the door there and oh it's think, a BB gun. <laughs> I think, I am not sure, but I think I still have that BB gun somewhere. I but, still uh, have
0: anyway. mine in my gun cabinet, but it doesn't work anymore.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hey, listen, I want to uh, jump. I got two more questions, so okay. I got to hurry. So right. um, I want to jump to the next one. I want to know one of your favorite Christmas memories after you turned 18. So uh, after you turned 18, uh, and and I know that one's going to take a little bit. Uh, because you know, you know it's it's a little more fresh. So I'm going to start with mine this time. I'm gonna, I'm going to be kind to you guys, and uh, tell you that one of mine was was um, the first uh, Christmas after Cindy and I got married. Uh, we uh, we got married in August uh, of uh, 1986, and during that summer, uh, I worked for her parents. They ran a summer resort, and one of the things I did was uh, I ran a uh, grocery store uh, that they had, uh, there were some other things I did as well. But in our grocery store, we had all kinds of hunting and camping and fishing equipment, that kind of stuff as well. And so I was, I was selling that kind of stuff all the time to people. And there was a particular hunting knife that we sold that I really wanted. Uh, but we were saving up money, you know, to pay for our wedding, to, to buy each other rings, uh, all of that kind of stuff. and, and, and really, just to get started in life, and so I really never felt like I, I could do that, and uh, so I never I never bought one. And um, then we moved to Texas, and uh, we in November, the end of November, right after Thanksgiving, and um, we were coming up. We had just been in Dallas for a month, uh, working my job, and uh, really barely getting by. And uh, we decided we couldn't spend more than twenty dollars on each other for Christmas, and so that's what we were going to do. And um, so Christmas morning came and uh, we, it was crazy. We, we actually both came down with a really bad cold. So we had Christmas morning, just the two of us in our apartment uh, there in Dallas. And so, you know, I, I pulled out the gift I got for her. She pulled out the gift she got for me uh, and we opened them. And then she said, oh, by the way, I have one more. And I said, what? And she said, yeah, I put it under the tree. It's way back there. I put it there. I put it there uh, after you went to sleep last night. And so I looked under the tree and and there was this other little box and I, I got it and I opened it up and it was that knife. Uh, she had uh, she had bought it before we were married that summer because she knew I wanted it and she knew I wouldn't spend the money on it. And uh, she had uh, had kept it all of that time totally hidden from me. Now, if you know Cindy, you know that was amazing, <laughs> because quite frankly, every time Cindy uh, buys me a gift, we joke about the fact that most of the time I know what it is before <laughs> she actually gives it to me. Uh, in fact, uh, usually uh, she she doesn't try to tell me, but usually I just... I don't know how, Joe. I just figure it out. Uh, do, do, you, do you do that, Tripper? Do you kind of like figure out your gifts? Oh, this I is, hate it if I know what I'm getting. But this... I was totally, totally blown away. I, I had no idea uh, that this was this was happening. and uh, and, and so it was just totally uh, amazing. It was one of my favorites. So all right, uh, let should we make I think we ought to make Joe go first this time because Tripper's been letting you off the hook.
2: I was going to do that anyway. so
1: so go for it. Tripper has been letting me off the hook.
0: so I, I guess the the simplest one to reach out to in recent memory, um, was more of the, the event uh, Christmas. So in, a, um, in one month's time, actually in a little over one month's time, but um, I graduated seminary. So I received my master's degree from Southwestern. We went down, I graduated December 14th. Um, that was exciting, really just a, a great memory of being there. And then uh, the two months prior to that, I purchased my house. So that was my first Christmas in my own home. Uh Uh, So I'd spent uh, probably four Christmases at that point living in an apartment, obviously going to my parents' um, efforts, but but being a homeowner and having graduated seminary, that's just, that's a special Christmas memory to me. It really is not that attached to Christmas other than it's kind of
2: a milestone Christmas in my life.
1: Yeah. Well, that's cool.
2: All right, so mine is really simple, but uh, growing up in Texas, Christmas Day 2012, we had snow. Oh, wow. Like, maybe a good half inch. It stuck. Wow. (laughs) So I I had my first and so far only white Christmas. Uh, Oh, wow. Actually, no, I was in New York Christmas 2014, 2013. Maybe I did that. I don't remember, but... For being in Texas, that's, yeah, that's it's a big deal. Only thing I was sad about is some of the lights on the roof went out, so <laughs> I wasn't getting up on the roof that day. Not mm-hmm. in a two-story house.
1: That is amazing. We, we lived in Dallas for six years, and and most Christmases we we, we might have had rain. I think, but Christmas but, but, last but we, year, you know, Christmas last year, was like have,
2: seventy, and I hated every I, second of it.
0: Yeah, you're talking about Christmas yeah. in Vermont last year, right? Yeah, or like a couple years ago, we
1: had it up at 65 degrees. Oh yeah, so was, yeah that, 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 that does been, happen. I've sometimes. been
2: in Texas that for Christmas for the last like four yeah, years. Yeah. yeah,
1: well, that that's cool. That, that that's really cool that uh, that happens. And and you know, uh, you know. I even remember, I can't remember when, but it's been in the last few years. Houston got snow uh, in December one time, which is really, really, really strange. But anyway, well, that's, that's pretty Houston cool. that's right. had a problem with that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I have a problem with that joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, hey, here's my last question, and this is a little, little more serious. But uh, tell me one thing that has happened in your life, it could be any time in your life, uh, around Christmas that really helped you to grow spiritually in your walk with the Lord. Uh, just, it, it, could be, it could be any year, uh, any time, but just something that happened uh, around Christmas and around the Christmas season that really, uh, really touched your life spiritually.
0: So that's a really good, serious question. Um, I'll, I'll go first, Tripper. Obviously, I'm volunteering for that one. Uh, I don't... It's interesting for me with Christmas because Christmas is definitely not my uh, my spiritual holiday. Uh, Easter is definitely more significant. Um, and even Thanksgiving uh, tend to be more of those holidays where I celebrate even the events of Christmas. Um but as far as Christmas goes in the past few years, um, I, I can't, I can't do event like specific date and time, uh, for growth, but just, a an understanding of who God has made me to be has happened. Um, and in, even going back to last week's podcast, I have grown to really enjoy, uh, giving to people based on, on loving them. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <clears throat> as a child, it would be giving gifts that dad or mom suggested. Um, and, and frankly, giving gifts has gotten a lot harder as I've gotten older, uh, not because I don't want to, but because I want to give them something that, that is absolutely sincere, that absolutely has to do um, with them and their needs and wants. And so uh, I think uh, what has happened, and I, I don't know, we're doing the spiritual gift study at, uh, at our church together, President Ballard, but um, understanding that God has given me a desire to give good gifts, um, and that's a desire and a, a, a a mimicking of His character, and so choosing to use Christmas as an opportunity to give something to somebody or, or to serve somebody in a way that is sacrificial on my behalf, I mean, um, I tend to believe I'm more of a giver. I, I do enjoy giving, uh, to people, when I see a need, I wanna I wanna help it. But also when I see a want, uh, I wanna do everything in my power if that person is significant in my life um, to fulfill that want or to to bring satisfaction to that want. And so, uh, just becoming more cognizant of what it means to give good gifts and what it means to care for someone in a way that you actually sacrifice or or to some degree. Um, Become a little less selfish mm-hmm. and a little more um, selfless
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's it's a lesson great. I'm constantly learning so. that, that's that's really cool
2: okay. I could have gone with something sort of similar to that as far as giving, but I thought of something else that just to be a little different uh really last Christmas and uh, even the Christmas before uh when I was younger, my parents owned their own business, and when I was younger it was doing a lot better than it is now. Uh it's huh. doing a lot of audiovisual work, especially right now with conferences not happening. They're kind of in a rough spot, but um uh, like last year, last Christmas was pretty lean. Huh. And that's in the moment it's kind of like thinking to years past like getting all this stuff. It's like kind of sitting back and thinking, you know. That's not what that's not what's important getting all this stuff, uh, all these fun new toys, video games, what have you. Um, It was just, it's being able to be there with my family, because I'm in Vermont, they're in Texas, I see them a few times a year, but not only being appreciative of being able to be with them and what matters, but also realizing that even in general, stuff isn't what's important. Mm. I'm a kind of guy, I like stuff, I have a lot of stuff unfortunately (laughs) Uh, even not having a lot of money I still can have a spending problem (laughs) (laughs) but that being said uh, I've gotten a lot better recently really from that through now Um, I just don't need to buy whatever Mm. and i can be content Mm -hmm. with what i have and realize there's things i have in life that you can't put a price tag on oh that's good that Mm. matter a whole lot more than what you can go down to walmart or the mall or wherever Mm. amazon Mm -hmm. and that'll give you some fleeting satisfaction Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: but it's the things that last that the new gift smell feeling doesn't wear off mm -hmm. that you can be okay with (laughs) Just however long.
1: Mm, mm. yeah, absolutely. It's really cool. Well, I, I'm going to share one two guys that um, uh, really it's it it it's it really three Christmases, <laughs> but it's all the same issue. And um, in 2013, um, we were uh, we, we were originally planning to go spend Christmas that Christmas with my brother. Uh, Mike and uh, sister-in-law Linda and their son Caleb and her brother John uh, down in uh, Tennessee and because then I had to go over to North Carolina but um, just a lot of busyness and things we decided not to do that and just to to skip that trip and and then go to North Carolina uh, the first week of January and uh, so we didn't go and so on Christmas Eve um we got back from Christmas Eve service and I thought about giving my brother Mike a call and and decided, no, I'll do it on on Christmas day. And, uh, then Christmas morning, I I thought about calling really early in the morning just to hassle him and uh, wake him up like when we were kids. Uh, but then I decided not to, to wait a little while. And, and, uh, so about mid morning, I got a, got a phone call and, uh, Mike had, uh, Mike had left this earth. He had uh, died and, and went, to, uh, went to heaven on Christmas Day. And um, so, you know, that's, uh, that, that's a difficult thing. And uh, I know as a pastor, I have always always been sensitive to people who have lost a loved one, um, particularly in, in a year and then Thanksgiving and Christmas to follow, the, the first Christmas and Thanksgiving uh, without uh, their loved one. But that was a strange event because it was actually on Christmas morning. Um, and so, uh, you know, over the years, um, I've thought about that off and on uh, as Christmas would come around. And last year, I was I was thinking about that, about this time, uh, just a few weeks before Christmas, and we'll start thinking about that, and, and, and as I do every year um, about those events. And I remembered a conversation uh, that I had had with Mike uh, many— uh, many years ago, and I've actually never shared that conversation with anyone, uh, even though it came last year. And um, it's something that, that I've talked to the Lord about a lot over the last year, and so I'm going to to share that for the very first time right now. Uh, I've, I've never shared that with anybody else, uh, but I remembered about this time last year, I was thinking about my going home to be with the Lord on Christmas Day, and I remembered when we were younger. um I think uh, he, he may have uh, already been married. I think he might have been in his early 20s, and I was a teen in my teens. And um, we were just together and talking, and somebody, I, I can't even remember now who it was, but somebody we knew had lost their loved one on Christmas Day. And uh, we were just together. We were talking about him or whatever. I, I think we were in the car, and I just looked at him, and I said, you know, that would be really, really, really tough. Um, for to lose a loved one on Christmas Day. And um, he, he looked at me and had this strange look on his face, and he said, why? That's the greatest day to do it other than Easter.
0: Hmm.
1: And, you know, Mike, anybody that knows Mike, anybody listening that knows Mike, Mike didn't, uh, you know, he, he was called to preach, but it was late in life. And uh, even after being called to preach, Mike was not a, um, a person that just talked a lot. He was a, he was a silent guy most of the time. But when Mike said something uh, that wasn't joking, when he said something that, that, uh, like that, it was always deeply profound. Yeah. And he said, I looked at him and I says, well, what do you mean? And he says, Mark, there's hope because of Christmas, because Jesus came to this earth. There's hope mm. because he died on the cross and rose again for us. What better day to die than Christmas or Easter? And I remember that conversation last year, and I've thought about it off and on uh, throughout the year, and then I kind of had the last couple months, I've been uh, my schedule's been so crazy busy that hadn't thought much about it. And just a couple of days ago, as I was started thinking about Christmas, I was thinking about Mike, and then I was thinking about about that conversation again. And you know, the Lord just uh, once again reaffirmed in my heart uh, two things spiritually. Number one, that no matter what uh, listener you may be going through today, if you know Jesus is your Savior, there's hope, mm-hmm. so you can persevere. And number two. Uh, We have the greatest message that could ever be shared. And what better time to share that than right now? Because even when someone dies on Christmas Day, what a great testimony if they knew Jesus Christ. Because life may be over on this earth for now, but on December twenty fifth, 2013, Mike was more alive than he's ever been as he was in the presence of the Lord. And we look forward to the day when the rapture takes place and we're united together forever uh, with the Lord. But what a profound statement. What better day to die than Christmas or Easter? Uh, And so that's something that that God has just used in my life over the last year uh, to help me grow uh, personally and spiritually uh, even a, a little bit deeper Uh, in my thoughts about Christmas and Easter, so I thought I would share those with us. Well, Joe, we've gone long today. We knew we would. We always do on Lion's Den Day, but but, uh, today was a fun day and a serious day as well, and I just want to say to all of our listeners, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast family, and over the next couple weeks, we're going to uh, take a break on new episodes, and we're going to play a couple of the uh, highlight episodes of the, um, of the season, and then we will continue season two in January. So Joe, wrap us up.
0: Yeah, we're so thankful you join us. Uh, Merry Christmas. Um, I hope that you take to heart what President Ballard uh, just said. Use Christmas as an opportunity to share the life-giving news of Jesus Christ, his coming to earth, his, his humbling of himself, his taking on the form of a man, being crucified on the cross, dying being raised from the dead, showing that he defeated the power of sin and death for us. Um, if you want to know more about Northeastern Baptist College, you can visit us online at nebcvt.org. You can continue to email us, uh, even though we're taking a brief break uh, on new content. You can email us at perspectives on perseverance at nebcvt.org. We'd love to feature your questions in our next Lion's Den, which will be episode 20. Um, but we are so thankful you join us, and we hope that you have a Merry Christmas this year. And no matter what today or what the rest of 2020 may bring. Persevere and have a great day in Jesus. From the heart of the Northeast for the hearts of the world we will persevere as soldiers to the right or left